we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight, let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like we know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 45. Not sure if there's going to be a 46, but thank you for joining. And we have another great episode for you guys. We're talking about Spirit Sports, California's first live event since 2020, or live uh, two-day option A event since 2020. Actually, the last one we actually had was Spirit Sports. So we're going to talk all about Spirit Sports, that whole experience. We're going to get into the question of the week. We have a great one sent in via YouTube. And, um, you know, and then we're going to talk, tell some stories. I'm sure hilarity will ensue. Before we get into all of that, be sure to like this, subscribe if you're new. If you're new, welcome to the channel and definitely share this with someone who loves cheer just as much as you do. But before we get into that, we have our resident cheer mom. We missed you so much, but she's back. She's better than ever. She's feeling like a real woman. This is... Brittany Moore, don't be less when you can be more. Be more, what's up? Life, as always, um, coming off of a cheer hangover, as I like to call it, from Spirit Sports. Uh, yeah. Funny thing, my husband, I said on Monday, I'm like, oh, I have the worst cheer hangover. And he's like, that's what you call it? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, just... Uh, Getting on the grind, normal life things. Um, how about yourself? Dude, we're back at it again. And you know, the, the cheer hangover is real. I think we talked about this the last time you and I were on. But yeah, just the emotional ups and downs throughout the day. You just get drained. And they are there are long mm-hmm. days. You know, we meet one team. You know, we met one team at 6-something a.m. And then Junior White, you guys are the last team uh, both days during the weekend. And you guys... You know, what time do you guys have awards? Like 9.30 or so? So 9.30 yeah. on Sunday. So 6 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. on Sunday, not to mention all of Saturday, travel day, um, you know, travel day on Monday, travel day on Friday. So it's a busy weekend, and you're just like, I just need a day or two to recover. So the cheer hangover really is real. So, um, <laughs> but no, we're back at it. Um, glad to have, you know, it's a non comp weekend so we have we have extra practice this weekend as we head into well it's for our nca teams and then you know next weekend after that we go to jams and then we go to nca and you know like we've been saying into the thick of it here we are guys so yep but yeah so spirit sports first today our first live option a event in california since Spirit Sports, I believe. I believe that is a correct statement. Um, I don't know if there was another two-day live event after Spirit Sports um, that happened 2020 year. Because we went Spirit Sports, we did Jams, we did NCA, and then the world as we know it forever changed. And it's it's kind of crazy that the first event that we're back at, or that we were back at, that was a live two-day, you know, option A, the way we used to do things was spirit sports. So, kind, you know, kind of came full circle. So that was really cool. But, yeah, I thought um, spirit sports uh, did a great job. You know, I could tell, you know, all the other events we've been going to have been option B, at least the varsity ones have been option B. And for those who don't know, option B means that the athletes perform live. The parents can come in and actually watch the performance, but then they get, you know, shuttled out in between performances. So there's no one actually in the crowd besides the um, the athletes performing their families, right? So it was our first option A event. And I just got the sense that Spirit Sports, no matter what the hassle was, wanted to make sure that Spirit Sports was an option A event, you know, because we had to do the testing and the, or the end or vax cards, I guess it's not end or, but, you know, testing, vax cards, and to, to do that whole thing. And, you know, it was masked. But it was a great, you know, I really felt they, it was important to them to do the event the way we all know it and love it. Because I mentioned this about American Grand, that I wasn't thrilled about American Grand. Because I used to love American Grand way before 
you know, back when we used to go with PCM, we never, we have never taken American to American Grand in Las Vegas up until this year. This is the first year we've ever taken the, the program there. And I was super mm-hmm. excited because I used to love the event back at PCM. And I'm like, I can't wait to go back to Grand. It's going to be great. And just with the the setup and the COVID restrictions, it just wasn't the way I remember it being. So I felt like I just got the sense that Spirit Sports didn't want to have that, uh, you know, it just wasn't the same as it used to be type of feeling like you know, when people like left the event, the same way I had about American Grant. So I was glad that, and I know there was, I know that there was, and I talked to other programs, right? I heard a whole program from California decided not to show up because of the testing Vax cards, you know, regulation. Like, oh, yeah, we're just not going to show up. And and to each their own, but I'm glad that that Spirit Sports said, you know what? We're going to go through this so that we have an event the way we remember having events back in the day. So I thought it was a small price to pay. Me personally, I thought it was a small price to pay to have the event the way we're used to having events to have a live mm-hmm. award ceremony. Um, Cause I can talk about award ceremonies too. Uh, I'm going to talk about the award ceremony and why I think that's important. But anyway, how was, how was spirit sports for you? Spirit sports was amazing. Um, I said it on a couple of podcasts ago that I think I thought that, you know, like GSSA made my girls like fall back in love with cheer, but Spirit Sports definitely made my girls fall back more in love with cheer. Um, And I think there's a lot of parents out there that are probably experiencing it coming off of a last year, like COVID thing. So I, you know, I think a lot of their kids are probably starting to enjoy more. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, like we took our trailer and we did some boondock camping in the parking lot, which if you have not done that and you have an RV or a trailer or anything, you definitely should. kind of nervous that next year there'll be a lot more than there was this year. So um, we're going on Thursday. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was cool. You know, it was my husband's first time getting to go. And, you know, once we came from the parking lot to walk to get our, you know, COVID clear wristbands and things like that. And the whole grass area is just completely swarmed of cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, this is spirit sports. And yeah. he's just like, holy cow like whoa I'm like yeah this this is what it is and he was like this is something you see in the movies and yeah I I could totally you know he's never been so it was great I mean aside from all the COVID things whatever put that out of you know anyone's head um it was such a great time it was so cool for us to be so close and get to go watch you know, every week, just go back to the trailer and then go back and watch all the other teams. Um, I, I loved it. Like, I, I don't know. I wish that we could do spirit sports all over. I wish spirit sports wasn't just one time a year because right. it was so much fun. It was a blast. There we go. So when you guys do the trailer, they don't charge for the, for to actually set up there, right? So it originally said $20. It's, $10 parking per day, $20 per day per RV. Well, but they only charged us bucks for the whole weekend. So basically $10 oh, gotcha, yeah. a day. And we had some other people that were with us and they only charged them the same price. So you, but you just like, you can park wherever you want. They're like, whatever. We parked way in the back because mm-hmm. we have, you know, our trailers 36 foot and then our truck combined Um, and it's just easier. So we don't have any like crazy people parking next to us or people getting mad at us. Um, so yeah, we just paid 20 bucks per day. And, you know, I mean, talking to some of the other like cheer moms, like seeing how much, you know, they had spent on hotel rooms and then, you know, you got to eat out all the time. It was just better for us. Like it was cool to have this like a place to just go sit down, relax. You know, we watched Supercross Saturday night before the girls Mm -hmm. performed, um, we barbecued, you know, made breakfast, like all that. Like it was amazing. I mean, I know we did take up quite a few parking spots because our trailers, you know, bigger. Um, but we didn't have anybody complain to us. Nobody said anything. We had, I can't even count how many people we had stop and ask, like, how do you do this? Um, yeah. And a lot of things that like people don't understand um, with camping. So we go dry camping all the time, which means that you mm-hmm. don't have, um, 
water hookup or like sewage yeah. hookup. And we do that all the time. So for us, it's no big deal. We have like a thousand gallon, a thousand gallon water tank in our trailer and yep. we have two generators. So we literally just pulled up, my husband leveled it out and we were good to go. We took showers every day. We had the AC <laughs> on at one point. Um, you know, we could go to the restroom, like cook we could do anything that we wanted to i don't really like to cook in our trailer so we cooked outside um mm -hmm. but you know if you have a trailer like you want to i mean cheer is an expensive sport and people don't realize that i mean people that listen to the podcast they definitely realize that because they're probably yeah. in cheer but people don't realize it, you know and you're like all the things that you have to you know your entrance fees and the pictures and the you know all these things that you want to do but food like you have to eat right for um, sure so definitely for us, it was like, this is kind of cool, you know, um, but I suggest anybody do it. It was so much fun and the girls loved it. They got to just go lay on their beds if they wanted to watch. We have TVs in there. So I don't know. It was a great experience with the trailer and then, you know, just being at Spirit Sports and the vibe and seeing yeah. all the cheerleaders and all the different teams. That was great, too. There we go. Do I want, you know, I know it's a cheer podcast. But I'm like so hooked on this um, trailer thing. Um, <clears throat> don't worry, people. We're going to move off of the trailer very quickly, but yeah. So you guys parked in the Renaissance parking lot. I, I I've always seen the uh, trailers out there. I know other families have done that before uh -huh. and everyone talks about how much money you save and that it's just a good experience in general. And I happened to walk by, we parked on like Friday night and I had to get something out of the car. I was walking back mm -hmm. to the hotel. We stayed at the host hotel. And I know that they had the trailer parking, you know, in the next parking lot over. So I didn't see any trailers there that particular night. Well, I didn't like actually, you know, I wasn't looking. But I remember just thinking like, oh, we should we should do the trailer. We don't have a trailer, but we should like with staff do it. And I was like, nah, you know, there's like eight of us. Get a little crammed. I'm not trying to be all snuggled up next to everybody. We'll yeah. just stick, stick to the hotel. But it seems like a good, and we have Joey, but it seems like a really good, fun experience, you know, way to do a competition that you wouldn't typically think to yeah. do. So anyway. Glad that you got to have that experience. Um, there is two parking lots, though. There's the we stayed in the the way bigger parking lot that mm -hmm. was um, like I mean I guess if you're like looking at the grass area like to the left the one that's like the huge one not the smaller yeah. one. Um, I originally was going to park in the smaller parking lot that's like in the front like the main entrance of the convention center. Yep. But um, I was already taking my husband blind because we didn't know if it was going to work out. We had seen it. I had seen him before, but my husband's more of a, like, he wants to know, like, where he's going, like, type of person. He doesn't like going blind. So we're going down there blind and, you know, it works. It doesn't yeah. work. I'm like, oh, my God, if this doesn't work out, like, he's going to be so mad at me. Um, and as soon as he saw RV, you know, it said RV parking or whatever, that's where we went. And park, but there's also a KOA there, and a lot of people we had talked to that like walked through, like we parked on both. They didn't like walk through our camp, but they kind of did. But um, they were like, "How do you guys do this?" You know, they were saying that they stayed at the KOA, but it was mm -hmm. super fun. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, like the eight people staff or whatever. Um, I guess if you had like a big enough trailer, it'd be okay. Um, we're looking into getting a new one so ours will definitely be bigger but even if it was like just for you ashley and joey in the future or something like it's cool because you can just go chill you know she can run around and do whatever yeah. she wants um but i yeah it, it was a lot of fun so i don't think i want to go to another cheer competition now because the trailer camping was so much fun i told so we do it in vegas I wanted to, right? But ours is a fifth wheel and I don't know how to pull a fifth wheel and that won't work for me. But I told, we camped with the Moonies and um, I told Aaron, uh, hey, we should have Ryan and John, her husband, buy us like a little mini like trailer and then we can just pull it like behind, I'll pull it behind my Tahoe. Like <laughs> I could pull a boat so I could pull a little trailer, yeah. you know? Um, and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to waste money on that. Like, but I just thought it was a great idea. I'm like, just go in the parking lot. You know, your chairs are outside. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, long story short, everybody try it. Everyone try it. Um, real quick. I do have to make a shout out to every, this was actually what was really cool about spirit sports. This is one of the coolest parts about spirit sports for me. 
um, on a podcast level, not as a cheer coach level. But it was so cool to walk around and people go, hey, I listened to the podcast. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. It's so cool. So it's so cool. Um, if I ever see you at another event, you know, whoever you are, you know, let me know that you listen. That was actually really cool. I remember I was talking to, um, uh, what team is she on? I think she's Cali Livermore. So one of those Cali Livermore, um, teams covert. I feel like it's covert, but I was sitting there talking, um, catching up with one of my friends and this mom, her back's kind of towards me and I'm talking to her, catching up. How are things? And she goes, you're Jason. And I, I'm Jason. I am Jason. And she's like, I listened to the podcast. I recognized your voice. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. Uh, so, you know, she did that. Another, I ran into another friend who works at a different gym that I didn't know. So I ran into him and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And we're talking. And um, he's there and he's standing there with another lady who I assumed was the owner of the gym. And so we're talking, chopping it up. What's going on? How's life? You know, everything He's like, oh yeah, we're good, blah, blah. And then she goes, hey, can I take a picture with you? Yeah, sure. You know, I don't know who she is. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Let's take a picture. So we take a picture and I'll ask like, you know, why do you want to take a picture? I just take a picture with her. And she goes, I listen to the podcast. I love it. Awesome. That's so cool. So, and you know, there's a couple more stories like that, but it was super cool. Um, You know, we get a handful of listeners every week. People who are listening. I know, I know the the show is growing every week, but it's super cool. Um, But I don't know exactly who is listening, you know, like for yeah. all I know, it's just all of our American parents, right? Like, you know, it's all mm-hmm. of our American parents that just listen to it. Um, so I know that we have listeners. I don't know who those listeners actually are. So it was cool to actually see real life people, especially mm-hmm. people that I didn't know go like, and it's actually really cool when I hear my friends listen to the podcast, like you listen to my podcast, like you have mm-hmm. things to do with your life. Um, so shout out to everyone. Um, I still have to introduce you to those coaches who want to meet you who think you're yeah you know it's it's funny that you say that because um i well i wore my let's talk to your podcast shirt on sunday you know and i'm as i'm walking in the doors there was like three or four people that were like oh i listened to the podcast i listened to the podcast and i'm like oh thank you cool hi you know like and that was it like we didn't really talk you know and then me and you were sitting there talking and i'm not sure who it was they had walked by and you're like this is be more and one of the, yeah. the the lady, she was like, "Hi, so nice to meet you." I, I don't I don't know who she is or anything, but it was pretty cool. They just like noticed like from my shirt and yeah, whatever. So but now we got now we got to print up some a bunch more. So anyway, Spirit Sports was cool. Teams looked great. Uh, parents were loud. That was awesome. I felt the energy in the room. Um, it was just a really good event. So shout out to um, the Spirit Sports crew. Everyone yeah. at Varsity who helped, um, you know, made it possible for us because it really was a great. And I think, like you said about the twins, like it helped the twins fall in love even more mm-hmm. deeply in love with the sport again, you know. And I feel like it did that a lot for a lot of our program and probably just other programs as well. But it just helped us remember like what it's all about. Um, I know I want to bring this up earlier, but awards, you know awards have been something that we haven't we haven't had live awards or we didn't do live awards at uh gssa we didn't do live awards at grand and it is just kind of like like a uh, you know it's so anticlimactic to go through your you know you go through the ups and the downs and you just want that final crescendo whether you know win or lose you just want something to you know end the, the the night right and yeah. just go all right guys and in you know first second third you got this and it, you know kind of you know puts a bow on the weekend to go and i just felt like you know virtual awards seems so like do we have to be it seems so optional right yeah like well we'll just listen to it in the car do we have to be here and i you know i had one coach um text me we were competing against each other in one of the divisions and said hey um, do you, do you mind like sharing scores? I want to know if I can let my kids go. If they didn't win, I want to let know I can just let my kids go so they can get on the road already. Right. And so I'm like, yeah, we got a, whatever, um, you know, they got something not as high. Right. And so she's like, okay, I'm just going to tell them to go home. Right. All right. Yeah. You know, have fun. Right. And so and that, that kind of like, that's kind of like anticlimactic. So it was great to have 
you know, live awards again and that anticipation of like, did we win? Did we lose? Like what happened? You know, and that whole getting together. So I, and I, I, again, shout out to spirit sports, but especially shout out to yeah. Matt Godo, who um, usually runs varsity. Like when he's at live events, he's the one on the microphone doing everything. So shout out to Matt. He did a great job out there. Just making us feel like we did back in the day and just, you know, just everything that they did. So I thought it was a great event. Um, and it really has me looking forward to the rest of the season. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought it was a great event. Um, Spirit Sports it was brings fabulous. Up- oh, I love the fact that, well, you know, me, I have a little baby dog and she's my best friend. So uh, I like the fact that Palm Springs is so dog friendly. So that was super nice. Um, I try, I didn't really take her in anywhere on Saturday, but Sunday I did. And I also thought that they did the best that they could do with, you know, the COVID testing and the Vax cards and all that. And then I truly liked that, you know, it was required to wear a mask, but in just my own personal opinion, I love, <laughs> I love the fact that they weren't the event, the people that were running the event, um, the, you can go in, it's your turn, line up people, mm-hmm. you know, those, I don't know what you yeah. want to call them, but I really, truly loved their- Like the convention just, sports or the convention center staff? Yes. Yeah. And, but they weren't putting something down your throat of, oh, you got to have a mask. You got to have a mask. Um, at one point I didn't have one, um, day one when the girls were going to perform and I'm at the front of the line and she's like, where's Mm -hmm. your mask? And I'm like, I don't have one. And Mm -hmm. I don't have one in my pocket. I don't have one in my pants, like nothing. And I like looked at my husband and he like, he's like, I don't have an extra one. So I just told her like, I don't have one. And she's like, Okay, well, I'm just gonna turn my head because she's like, "Are your are are your as your children performing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I have two daughters that are on this team next." She's like, "I'm just gonna turn my head because I'm not gonna make you miss them." Yeah. So I thought it was really fabulous that they weren't, you know, forcing someone something down someone's throat. If if you wore it, you wore it. They did do their best to, you know, hey, wear a mask. Hey, wear a mask. I thought that was great. Um, everybody was kind and. Uh, they just, they did a really, really, truly yeah. good job. And it's, it, it's not easy. There's no way it's easy. I mean, me and you have talked about this, you know, before not on the podcast and, um, it, they just, and you got, we got to give them some grace, you know, like they're only doing what they're told and for yeah. them to be so, um, lenient and understanding, uh, is just, it's hard and they yeah. deserve tons of credit for that. There you go. So shout out to the convention, the convention center staff in Palm Springs. You know who you are. Probably none of you listen to the podcast, right? (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully one person does. 10 new subscribers from the the convention center staff. They're like, hey, I don't even know what cheerleading is. It's my first cheer event. But yeah. Um, So I just, story time with Jason. I love this segment. Are you ready for story time with Jason? This is one of my favorite um, parts. There we go. So um, back in the day, Spirit Sports, this is my first year coaching all-star cheerleading. Oh, I'm not even coaching all-star cheerleading. I work at I work at um, PCM, but I'm not actually coach. So I came into the season in like September. They already had their teams. They already had coaches on all those teams. So I was just doing private lessons and tumbling classes. I knew I wanted to be a coach, but you know, you know all of our teams already have coaches, right? So, you know, just odds and ends, but I would still mm-hmm. go to competitions. I was still like, I still felt a part of the staff and we would go to competitions and then I would be assigned like different things throughout the day, right? Hey, Jason, you're going to be with senior three at this time. And then you're going to go and be with um, senior five at this time. They're going to go be with um, junior two at this time. And, you know, I just walk around and it wasn't any of their coaches. I was just an extra set of hands and eyes and just did whatever I could just to help the day go smoothly, right? Yeah. And so I was assigned to our senior three team, which I actually ended up coaching them for a long time. But I was assigned to Enchanted that weekend um, for one of their warm-ups or whatever. But I'm not their coach. I'm just the extra guy. So we used to share iPods back in the day, um, which I guess we share iPods now. We have three iPods for the gym. And, you know, all the music's on all those iPods. And we just 
we have a nice system where we can always have an iPod, you know, available for everyone. Anyway, we only had two iPods and we were a lot bigger gym than we are at. Like we had multiple locations and, you know, multiple locations and tons of teams in, in both locations. Right. But we only have two iPods and I was never assigned an iPod. Right. But we get to the, um, and the system, we didn't really have a system. It was just like, if you need an iPod, find an iPod, go to the warm-up room, right? Anyway, so we're in the warm-up room. And the way warm-up room is set up is they have typical warm-up rooms. This is how most warm-up rooms are set up, but some of them are a little bit different. But most most of them, there's like a stunt mat, or sometimes they call it a stretch mat. But it's like a stunt mat, and then you'll actually have a real stunt mat which is just like a couple strips of like, you know, the cheer floor, like three strips of the cheer floor. And then mm-hmm. you'll typically have a tumbling strip. So, you know, the kids can, you know, warm up all their tumbling. And then you can go to like the big full size spring floor. Some uh, events won't do a full size spring floor. They'll just do a full size. Um, the dead floor. So nine panels, but it's dead. No actual springs on it. Right. Okay. And um, we get to that, that last mat. And typically on that last mat, the only time you t- usually need music is on that last mat because you're going to run something like a full-out stunt routine or some version of that. Like, you usually use music on that last mat. And they have a music station set up there for you, and you go, right? Um, real quick segue. Um, <laughs> back in the day when I cheered, our coach used to make us run full-out on that last mat. Which, that might not sound like that big of a deal to you, but to every coach out there now, and it didn't seem like that big of a deal to me as an athlete until I went to other places. You know, I cheered in college, a couple different colleges, right? I started coaching All-Stars and realized, that's nuts. We ran full out on that last mat, and I didn't really have that hard of a routine, so I guess it wasn't that big of a deal to me. But uh, yeah, he used to make us run full out on the last mat before we went. I can't imagine telling my kids to go full out on the last mat right before we competed. Cause it takes a while to actually recover from that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's like, yeah, we're going, Hey guys, full out. All right, coach. And yeah, I can't even imagine. I doubt they do that. Now routines are a lot harder than they used to be, but I just thought about that. He actually used to make us run, you know, full outs. Oh, can I segue one more time? Yeah. Okay. So we had a kid on our team. I'm thinking about we were at NCA when he made us run full out before we competed or whatever. Um, anyway, we're at NCA, and there's a kid on the team, one of my teammates. Uh, he's not landing. His standing tuck is not in the routine. It is not in the routine. His standing tuck is not in the routine. But he's warming up standing tuck, and he's eating it, like biffing it every time. And I remember walking by our coaches and my two coaches, right? Male, female, right? Our lady coach goes, can you please tell him not to throw that tuck? He's warming up his tuck. Can you please tell him that is not in the routine? I'm looking at him like, why is he warming that up? And so it's so funny. I always thought that was kind of a one-off. But it is, kids are notorious. for Kids do that all the time where you're like, hey, this skill is not in the routine. And then you get to the warm-up room. And they start warming it up. And you're like, what are you doing, kid? And they're like, coach, can I throw it today? I'm like, are you crazy? No. You haven't thrown that thing. You haven't landed it all week in practice. We told you it's not in the routine. Like, you haven't landed in the last week, two weeks. And we told you it's not in. And they're like, I, I feel it. It feels good today, coach. I'm always like, yeah, no. So, anyway, <laughs> for whatever reason, kids love love doing that. I'm like, guys, we had the last – You could if you would have nailed it all day – on Thursday, yeah, but you didn't care on Thursday. Now you care because it's Saturday, right? So anyway, mm-hmm. if you want your skills in the routine, have them at practice. That's just a PSA for everybody. Um, you're welcome. So anyway, <laughs> back to the original story. We get to the last mat where we're supposed to run full outs, and Sean looks at me and goes, you have an iPod? <laughs> me? me? I, I don't have an iPod. What are you talking about? He's like, I don't have an iPod. So we're trying to figure out what we're going to do because we don't have an iPod. And, we, you know, it's going to take – you know, your time is, like, ticking. So Sean – shout out to Sean Evans who gets on YouTube, looks up their video who had already been posted, like, from their last competition and played, like, the YouTube 
like plugged in his phone, played the YouTube um, video of their last competition. You know, obviously the music's in the background, but it's like, you know, PC, magic, PC, right? So, you know, they're calling him out onto the floor and they actually go and compete. And, you know, I just want to share that story with everyone because I got a kick out of it. I always thought it was like the most clutch thing I'd ever seen in my life that Sean came through with a YouTube video for Enchanted. They warmed up, they hit, they won. Let's go. So anyway, hope you like my story. I did like your story. What a, so he was so creative to just add that in. Funny thing you say about the tumbling, right? So day one at Spirit Sports for Junior White, did you go back and like watch like the replay of it? Like, did you watch anyone, like anyone record it? And did you see like a playback of it or anything? I mean, I saw the um, varsity playback of it. Okay. So I'll have to send it to you, but so there was a fall. <laughs> I love, or I'll have to show it to you in person or something. So there oh, was a fall, day, right? Day one. Day, day one. one. Yeah. Oh yeah. I hit, I, I hit play for junior white. So I watched it from the side of the, the uh-huh. side of the uh, stage. Yeah. So there's a fall, right? And mm-hmm. I, the fall couldn't have happened like at a better time because everything was like, mo- I mean, I, it sh- I, yeah. that's, I don't know how like else and like nicer to say it, but it was great that it happened when it did because everybody was like moving in and it just like almost looked like it wasn't there. Right. Cause I didn't yeah. notice it at first, like at all. Then we go and we pick our, you know, the routine's fabulous. We pick our kids up. And we're walking out and Kinsley's mad and Rylan's crying. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, what happened? Like, why are you crying? And she can't catch her breath. And I'm like, okay, well, if you did something wrong in your routine, I know your coaches won't yell at you to the point where you're crying. Mm -hmm. So that's not the case. And you guys did fabulous. Like I like that routine looked amazing, right? Finally, Ryan Ryland tells me that she did the wrong tumbling pass. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, I did I can't even tell you what she did. She was like, I did a cartwheel forward roll or, or something like that. I don't know. And she's like, and I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to do a cartwheel back walk over back walk over and so you know ryan's like it's okay so he's like nobody noticed it was no big deal she's like we might get it what what if they noticed and yeah so i always like tell them like you did your best it's okay don't worry about it it's done it's over with like go out tomorrow and whatever you don't think you did good we'll do even better tomorrow excuse me we'll do even better tomorrow and you know she, she's like no like she was like super upset super hard on herself and then kinsley tells us there was a pod that dropped and me and Ryan were like, no, there wasn't. And she's like, yeah, there was. So we had to watch it back in slow-mo and I watched it in slow-mo. I'm like, oh my goodness, it did. So Rylan, you know, she throws the wrong tumbling pass. And I'm thinking, how do you throw the wrong tumbling pass? Like you've been practicing this, you've had this routine for months now. Like you, it's not like you do a totally new routine at another competition. And then she tells me, I did the same thing at our last competition. <laughs> Dude, you know, kids get, oh, the thing is, God. you just get so caught up in the moment, you know, that you just forget. It's it's crazy being out there on stage. Like you're, you just go blank and it's like really hard to think out there. Like it really is. It's so hard to like think about what you're doing because you just go blank and you're just out mm-hmm. there doing it you know um i mean you literally just you're, you're just out there you know so you're like what did i just do you get done with the routine you're like i don't remember what happened so i believe it because you're just out there just you're just out there like your your brain just goes white and you're just like yeah you don't know what happened so yeah well um, i i was you know i'm like it's okay we'll do it you know and i'm like well what'd your coaches say and they she said well they just told me it's okay just fix it tomorrow so before we had meet time on sunday their dad um, was like rylan cartwheel back walk over back walk over and she's like i got it daddy i got it in the she trailer off, let's go in the trailer and we get there i tell her hey cartwheel back walk over back walk over she's like i got it mommy i'm good 
get off stage and pick him up. She's like, I did it. I did my pass the way I was supposed to. I'm like, good go. job, baby. Super proud of you. Like, what the heck, you know? Yeah. Cartwheel back walkover, back walkover. You never think that'd be that hard to remember, right? Isn't that funny? Like you sit there and you look at these kids and you're like, what was a kid thinking? Right? You're just like, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard until you get on stage yourself. You're like, oh yeah, I, I see. Um, yeah, it's funny. These kids. And I think that, I mean, I've always asked them, like, do you get nervous? And I'm curious to know, like, to know um, from like other parents, like, do you talk to your kids or do your kids tell you that they get nervous? Mine don't. That's what they've told me anyways, that no, we don't get nervous. So I don't know if maybe that was like a thing in the past where they used to not get nervous and maybe now they might get a little nervous. But I mean, question of the week for people, do your kids get nervous before they go on stage? There you go. Answer that question. Comments below or somewhere. Yes. I don't know. Answer it somewhere. Write it somewhere. Just boost the algorithm a little bit. All right. Um, <laughs> um, but real quick, dude, B, Junior White looked legit, didn't they? Junior White was fire. Fire. Dude, they Definitely. were – they looked great. And that day two performance, I they looked great. Um, mm-hmm. So we talked about this maybe the last time we were on, so two episodes ago. So what were we on? 45, 44, 43. Three can't count anymore. So episode 43, I think we talked about this, about like, guys, you have to compete. And here, here's why, and this is to every coach who wants to, who gets the urge to duck competition, right? Who would rather be in a division by themselves than compete and get their butts just handed to them. Mm-hmm. Because when you compete against teams – and they beat you, you attack practice, or if you just know you're going to compete, you attack practice with a different sense of urgency. Uh, It's a totally different sense of urgency. And then when a team beats you, you 100%, at least I do, and I guess there there are different types of people in this world, but I know that I do. I work better when I know that I actually have to go and compete, and I know I got to compete against a team, you know, a respectable team, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know that we have to be on our A game and I can't like just rest on my laurels. Like I have to attack practice. I know that our kids have to be focused. Like I know we have to be on top of it and I know they have to make our upgrades and I know that we have to just take steps forward in order to, to go out there and be our best. And I saw that and that's the exact thing I saw with junior white. Uh, so what was, when, when did we lose um, grand? So we, yep. we get second at grand or so. Yeah, we get second at Grand, right? And since they got second at Grand, it's been like, okay, I've seen the coaches because we, we went Grand and then we went uh, Christmas break and then we came back GSSA and, and now um, Spirit Sports. Uh-huh. And we knew we were going to have good competition, right? We had good, strong competition, um, yeah. especially at Spirit Sports. And I've seen the coaches and the athletes like flip a switch. And that's what happens when you actually go and compete. Because it forces you to actually go out there and be your best. And so, you know, I told this to, I know I've told this story before, but, and this was a long time ago, so you have to go back way in the archives. But, you know, with with uh, Jay Oral Senior Red last year, Oral Senior Red two years ago, Senior Red was an international g- senior four. And I always would tell him, hey guys, I know there's probably not going to be a ton of competition out on the West Coast for international senior four. But if if there isn't competition in our division, we're going to compete medium senior four or medium co-ed four if there are other medium co-ed fours in the division, right, at that competition. And California All-Stars, we happened to be at a bunch of competitions they were at with their medium co-ed four. And we said, all right, guys, we're going to go and compete against them, right? This isn't the division we're going to be at, at NCA. It's not the one we're going to be at at Summit. But we need to go and compete because we prepare differently when that happens. Win or lose, we're going to go and compete. And, you know, in that season, um, I think they beat us at GSSA. We beat them at Spirit Sports. And we kind of went – that was probably actually – we probably only competed against those. Oh, that was the um, COVID year. So we we competed against them at Spirit – at GSSA. They won. We won Spirit Sports. 
We both went to NCA in our respective divisions. We both won NCA that year in our respective divisions. We won NCA that year because we compete both. I'm saying both teams. Both teams won NCA that year because they got good, healthy competition leading mm-hmm. up to that moment, right? We get better. They get better. And now we go against other teams and we get to feast on the other teams because we had strong, healthy competition against each other. Um you know, youth block last year. They weren't going to have competition. We went to Myrtle Beach. Awesome. Make us a junior three then. We'll compete against the junior teams, right? Yeah. Because we need. it's going to make us a stronger, better, braver, more courageous program when we're not scared of competition. We, can, we practice and train differently when we know that we're going to have competition, right? Um, and so, right, we see that with junior white. All right, got our butts kicked at in Vegas, but we see them turn it on, flip the switch, and now mm-hmm. have phenomenal routines, you know, at um spirit sports minus the the forward roll, you know. So Yeah. I hope that they just keep up their um hard work that all the girls on Junior White have been putting in and take it to Vegas for jams. Um Let's I go. gotta give it to their coaches. Their coaches, I feel like have put their blood, sweat, and tears into that team. Um, and you can tell that they, like, truly are trying. To, I mean, I don't watch very often, but I watch a little bit, and I see them. Like, you can tell they're really, truly, like, getting together and putting their heads together. Like, what can we do to help this team succeed? What can we yeah shift a little or add in or whatever they're doing they're really truly trying to give this team nothing but tools to succeed yeah, and sure. they have they, those coaches have given them those tools and those girls did great with them this weekend past weekend and you know um hopefully they bring all that fire to las vegas yeah let's go they're going to you know so the the thing I like and shout out to Bailey and Claire. I know they don't really mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. I'm sure they've listened to a couple here and there, but shout out to Bailey and Claire because I know that that that, that win specifically was super important to them. Because here's here's what it's like. I remember working at PCM and I'm coaching at CBU, right? And I'm coaching with Tammy at CBU, who owned a gym for several years. Um, had a lot more coaching experience than I had. I had zero coaching experience, actually. Now I say it out loud, I have zero coaching experience. But and you know, she owned a gym. She coached, you know, prior to that for a ton of years. Owned a gym for a ton of years. Um, still owned her gym the first year we coached together. And she has all this experience. Then I was coaching with Ashley, who had a lot more coaching experience than I had when we first started coaching together. I guess she still does have more coaching experience than I do. But when we first started coaching, she has a ton of um, experience as far as coaching and running an all-star program and all those things. And and then obviously we're under the the you know the PCM umbrella, who was a well-established program, right? Mm-hmm. And like I remember Ashley, her team had won NCA, and then we weren't able to win NCA, and then we won NCA with CBU. And I always felt like this thing, like I wanted to be able to prove that I could do it. One, first I had to be able to prove that I could win NCA, but then I felt like I had to, or like just win like big major competitions, right? Yeah. And and not necessarily win, but just have like productive, great looking teams, right? But NCA was mm-hmm. kind of like my standard, right? Like, you know, our big competition. But I always felt like this sense that I had to be able to win at CBU to prove to myself I could do it without Ashley because Ashley is just a phenomenal coach, in my opinion. And then I had to be able to win without Tammy, right? Like, I had to be able to win without Tammy, who's who's done this. Um, and so it meant a lot to me, especially when we first came to American, to be able to have the success that we had, and even though I do it with Ashley. Um, but to be able to have the success without kind of like the PCM brand and like them – holding my hand through this whole thing. Um, like it felt good. It felt like good validation to be able to do those things without those strings attached. Right. And so yeah. this is Claire and Bailey's first time coaching 
an elite team that doesn't have myself or Ashley or Christina on it. Right. Right. Yeah. They're first. And they're, you know, they've coached those two have coached um, prep as a tandem for years now. Right. And they've done a great mm-hmm. job in the prep divisions and they really, have, they've done a great job in the prep divisions. You don't want to see our prep teams, people let's go. Um, <laughs> you don't, I'm telling you, you don't. So, but they've done a great job, but now it's those two together without myself on the team, without Ashley on the team, without Christina on the team. Right. And, you know, I know that they sometimes feel the pressure. Like, can we do, and they've never actually said this. I just know as a coach. Oh yeah. I know that they feel the pressure. Like, can we, can, are we good enough coaches to do this? You know? And so they went out there, they've been on fire. And that's, again, that's why absolutely you don't duck competition. And so I'm proud of our coaches for not ducking competition and for taking it on head on. And um, I haven't told anyone yet, but it, this, this is not going to affect you, but we might have some, um, some things in the works. That's all I'm going to say. We might have some things in the works. That's all I'm going to say. Nothing, oh, nothing Jason, too crazy. why do you do it's, this to me? It's nothing too crazy. It's nothing crazy. You're going to like, oh, okay, that wasn't that big of a deal. It's not. So the cheer, I don't need cheer rumors. Actually, by the time this airs, nope, by the time this airs, nothing will have happened yet. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just take back your statement and nothing's in the works. <laughs> you should have saved uh, yeah, it for like two more episodes or something. By this time, by the time people listen to this, they're going to be like, actually, by the time people listen to this, our American cheer families will already know what it is. And it's not going to affect anything. You'll just know what I'm talking about. But, you know, I don't like telling... I can't tell you before I tell the general public the at American. Yeah, the program. Mm-hmm. So anyway, let alone the entire world. So anyway, um, whole, yeah, we have the whole world listening, people. I just said that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, yeah, anyway, point of story is don't duck competition. Let's go. Uh, question of the week. Yeah, let's get into the question of the week. All right, okay. Brittany, hold on. Brie, B, I got to do my thing. I, got I know, thing. I was just like getting ready. Like, <clears throat> Oh, okay. you're getting ready. I got you. I got you. Uh, your turn. <clears throat> Unique New York. Unique New York. Anchorman. Um, how now, brown cow? Um, those are some old school Anchorman references right there. Um, what am I doing with my life? Oh, question of the week. B, we're walking around. Did, did you notice that we have an anthem? Um, I noticed that a couple weeks ago. There we go. It's because of you. I wasn't actually sure we were going to get an anthem this year until you pressed me on it on the podcast. You're like, people want to know if we're getting an anthem. I was kind of like, yeah, we're going to get an anthem. And that day I was like, hey, Casey, we got to start working on an anthem. B's pressing me. So <laughs> we have an anthem. And that anthem is made by sounds like that. So if you want a hot fire, like what's an anthem? So we have an anthem, you know, we play it. It just talks about American cheer. It's not a cheer mix. It's an an anthem. It's just music. The kids can, can bump, you know, and we just go, we walk to the warm up room and it's on and it shouts out all the different teams this year. It talks about kind of the things that we focus on as a program. And, you know, so we have a couple different, I think this is our third anthem we've had. So Anthem goes hard. I'm sure you can find it on SoundCloud, American Cheer underscore underscore on SoundCloud. And um, yeah, but if you want a hot fire anthem, you know where you go? You go to Sounds Like That. That's where you go for a hot fire anthem. Link in the description. Click on the link or just go to soundslikethat.com. Tell them that the Let's Talk to Your podcast sent you because this is the Sounds Like That question of the week. If you have a great question for us, Send it into the podcast. DM us on Instagram, Jason or at Jason Larkins, or send it into Brittany B dot more triple underscore. Okay, now we're ready. B hit us with the um, you know what it is? Question of the week. Question of the week. Well, first of all, I think I'm gonna have them make me my own anthem for myself. Um, don't but- be less when you can be more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be less when you can be more. You hear the crowd roar. Ah, there we go. I just wrote that. Hot fire. Okay, this week's question of the week comes from Chris Berry. He 
wants to know, is there a glossary for cheer terms? I'm Googling like crazy. I'm a dad of an 11 year old who is on a team that I think is level three and not juniors. Quotations, I think that's what they are. This has helped to hear that there are moves that generally get a certain number of points. In gymnastics, they're kind, they kind of start out at the max and then just get deductions. Is that what's going on with cheer? All right, Mr. Christopher, thank you for sending in that question. Again, if you want your question answered on the podcast, send it in to myself or Brittany. We love the question. So um, you have a daughter. She's 11 years old. She's not on a junior team. She's on a level three team. And you want to know if there's a glossary for cheer and you want to know if scoring is kind of like gymnastics where you start at the top and then they deduct you. All right, so let's start. From the beginning. Is there a glossary for cheer? There is an official glossary for cheer. I do not believe that parents have access to it. The USASF has an official glossary, but it's behind the uh, membership, you know, wall. So you have to log in. But there is an official glossary. Um, I am sure that there is an unofficial glossary somewhere. I'm actually pretty sure that the ICU, International Cheer Union, has a glossary of terms, and I don't think that's behind like a membership wall. I think you could just, I would Google like ICU cheer glossary. If you Google that, you should probably be able to find something. Um, but there is an official glossary that actually has a ton of, you know, every term or most terms that there are that you use in cheerleading. It's actually pretty cool, and it's like super important to actually know those terms because, um, it, it it's crazy you know the definition of a word like actually there's like i remember never knowing what the word prone was like i had no idea like for at least for a, my first couple of years coaching like i would hear people use the word prone and i was like i have no idea what the heck they're talking about when they say prone um and then one day i found out i was like oh prone you know it's in the glossary that helps i i i don't have to look like an idiot anymore anytime they use the word prone so anyway but there's a ton of terms in there and, you know, it helps because like the word uh, initiate is like a good one because like uh, a lot of times you have to like have a grip by the initiation of the stunt and you're like, yeah, but when's the initiation of the stunt? And initiation starts at the bottom of the dip, right? And that's like defined like in the glossary, right? So um, mm-hmm. anyway, it's really helpful to know those terms and like what those words actually, because especially like a word like prone, it comes up a lot. Like what you're allowed to do to prone or not to prone uh, uh, initiates another good one. Um, I don't know. There's some other ones out there, like a prep level stunt. I'm always still confused with what a prep level stunt is. I'm always like, what? Why is that a prep? Yeah, because the foot's here. Okay, I guess. So anyway, but that rule book is, I'm telling you, that rule book is thick, man. You're just like, dude, there's so many rules. Anyway, so um, so we started there. Your daughter is 11 years old, not on her junior team. I would guess then, and she's on a level three. I would guess then she's on a youth level three because it seems like it's the only option for her. She's too young to be on a senior team. She's old enough or young enough. I get old enough, I guess, to be on a junior team, but you said she's not on a junior team, and there's no such thing as a mini three. So that means she's on a youth a youth level three. Please let me know if I'm right about that. Um, I guess she could be on. No, I guess she wouldn't be on that team. It's just on a junior team. So anyway, that's that's basically your only option that she's uh, she's 11 on a level three and not on a junior team. She's on a youth team. Um, yeah. So the points um, with that. Yes and no for execution. So the question was. Can you read the, the part about the points one more time? Yes. In gymnastics, they kind of start out at the max and then just get deductions. Is that what's going on with cheer? Yeah. So, yeah, basically. Well, in, in exec, there's execution and difficulty if we're going to simplify it. In execution, that is basically what happens. They start you off at the top, right? So you'll start off with a, a 4.0. And they have, we've talked about this before, but they have drivers. So if they think your timing was a little off, they'll take off your synchronization driver and they'll take off point one. If they think your 
timing was, you know, a little bit more egregious than just, you know, a little bit off, they'll take off 0.2. And if they think, you know, it's widespread throughout the team, like you've never worked on timing before, they're going to take off 0.3 off your score. And they have several other drivers. There is synchronization. And depending on what category it is, there's, you know, I don't know, uh, like top girls, flyers, um, they have bases, they have, I don't know, Backspot, pointed toes. Well, they don't have a backspot. They just count all those as bases. Oh, oh, okay. Um, uh, I don't know. You know, height in your jump. So if they feel like you had low jumps, they'll take off point one. So you basically start at the top for execution. And then if they see something wrong, they'll just say, you lost this driver, you lost this driver, you lost this driver. Uh, to my understanding, it's the opposite when it comes to difficulty, right? They'll start you off with zero points. And then you have to earn your way up. Now, it's not like a set criteria, but they just start you off with zero points. And, you know, as you do more stunts, basically, you'll accumulate more points or more difficult stunts. You'll accumulate, you know, more points in difficulty. So not the same as as execution where you start at the top and then just deduct points. However... That makes sense, though. Yeah. I do... I am not, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Code of points. I'm not, so just so everyone knows, code of points means we would have some set standardized way of judging difficulty. Where we say if anytime you do a back handspring, it's worth one point. If you do a tuck, that's worth two points. If you do a back walkover, that's worth half a point, right? Where it's set and standardized. And that's what they do in gymnastics, now that uh, Christopher has brought this up. That's what they do in gymnastics. They have, you know, a standardized code of points where if you do something, it you know, no matter when you do it, what day of the week you do it on, you're going to get those points. Obviously, I want there to be consistent scoring throughout, um, you know, from event to event. It would make everyone's life a lot easier when it comes to difficulty. My biggest pushback on code of points is I don't know how they – regulate it and i've talked about this before so i want to get too much into it i'm not against code of points i just i just don't know how they actually implement it someone smarter than me is gonna have to do that right (laughs) so but yeah i think i think if we could figure out because it would be very nice to say hey this is what we're doing and to know beforehand this is a difficulty score you are going to get, and now we just really have to worry about executing that, and we would already know what our difficulty score was. That would make life significantly easier on everyone, and it would get rid of almost all the complaining. Now, now technique is still, it's more um, objective than, than difficulty is, and so people still do kind of, even though there's some subjectivity to it, people still going to complain about Really, are we taking off points for that? And, you know, I talked about this before. You know, you could you could rip any routine to shreds if there's enough kids on the mat and you can slow – and you are able to slow the video down enough, right? But – Oh, yeah. Anyway, point is, if someone could figure it out, it would be nice to be able to already know what your difficulty was going to be, um, you know, before you walked on the floor. So – Again, I just think it's hard to – I think it will be hard to actually implement it. But again, there there are lots of smart people in this industry. Uh, I'm sure someone could figure it out. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just talking now. So, what else? Well, one thing I would say it to um, Mr. Chris would be to ask his daughter um, what – you know, uh, team she's on. Um, (laughs) I'm not being rude. I promise. I'm just, it was just funny. It was like to ask her, I'm thinking like, what's the name of that skill that you do? Right? Like something like a parent, maybe like, what's the name (laughs) of that? Oh, it's an, it's an aerial. Like, okay. Like, yeah, I've never heard you say that before. Be like, what team she's on? You're like, Oh, that's like, it's so funny. It's not, and I don't want to, I feel bad. Uh I really I, was need, not trying to be mean, you know, like I'm you not weren't like, being mean, but my I'm, I'm going to I'm going to let you finish my Kanye right now. Um, 
as a director talking to moms and dads, it's so completely different. You get a call from a dad. Hey, hey, is this Jason? Yeah, it's Jason. Hey, my daughter, I don't know what team she's on. I don't know when she practices. She's not going to be there. Awesome, right? And the mom is like very like she's on mini sparkle. She practices at this time. Da da da. We're going to be there. It's going to be a little bit late. And, you know, they're like very like okay. And you know, it's so funny when dads. So dads, we need you guys. These girls need strong dads in their lives. So I'm glad that Chris Berry wants to know exactly what's going on because we need we need dads who know this sport and are really involved with their daughters. So anyway, but that just made me laugh. Go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead, B. No, that's all I was going to say was just ask her. You know, I did have an argument with the twins because we they like junior white and then junior blue and then J red. And I told the girls, well, they're a junior team. And they're like, no, it's not. It's J. I'm like, there's no J team. It's yeah. junior. They just shortened it. We argued for a while over that. I finally just dropped it. Um, but yeah, just ask her. Cause she, chances are like, she's going to know. Um, just ask her, but I also am very there with him on some of the terms, like, and maybe it's just me. Like some things I just don't care about. Like, yeah drivers like i don't care about drivers and here's the reason it's not my job it's yeah. your job i it's not that's I, I i don't care about it i know there are a lot of moms and sometimes maybe dads out there that are super into it super into the score sheet and to me it's just taking it like to the extreme i don't really care that's just me if that's what your cup of tea then more power to you you know yeah um but definitely I am with him sometimes, some terms, because there's sometimes when you're talking about something and I'm like, eh, just keep on going. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, everybody starts somewhere. Pretty soon he's probably going to be knowing so much. As long he's as gonna he going to be taking your asking. spot on the podcast. I'll be like, yo, don't be Larry when you can be Chris Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Our resident cheer dad in the house. Here we go. How you doing, Chris? Oh, same old same. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I do want to say one thing though, and this has been bugging me, and I, I'm just gonna say it. I don't want to get into it, but if you are a mom that shares day one scores mm. with your athlete before they perform please reach out to me. I would like to have a good conversation with you. Um, everybody knows how I feel about that already, but I want to get your opinion why you share scores with your athletes. Um, that's all I'm going to say. So please, I don't care if you are from American or if you're from another gym, even great, better, like the more the merrier. But if you are a mom that shares scores, please contact me. There you go. There you go. Here's a, um, yeah, B dot more triple underscore. And that's more with an E at the end of it. M-O-O-R-E. You'd be surprised at how many people ask me, how do you spell your last name? I'm like, really? Yeah, but, you know, they just spell it the regular, like more. I want some more, right? M-O-R-E, yeah. I guess you don't really see that in last names. It's always the way you spell it, so. Yeah. Um. Here's a fun story. Um, Jay Red. So you're talking about Jay Red and Jay Black. So, you know, we do anything to motivate these kids. I'll say whatever it takes to motivate these kids. Like, yeah, I'll get a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys, <laughs> you guys go hit. I'll do it right now. So uh, we had Jay Black the very first year we coached. And they were Junior Black, right? Just typical, like our other names. Mm-hmm. And I said something like, hey, guys. If you got, and we would call them J Red, or so we would call them J Black, just as short, like just short, like a nickname. Yeah. Hey, J J Black, bring it in. You know, we call Junior White J Dubs, right? And so we would call J Black J Black as a as a nickname. And I remember I told them, "Hey guys, if you guys win this next competition, we will officially change your name to J Black. Like that's what you will be registered as from now on." Because we called them J Black, but they were still Junior Black as far as registration was concerned and all those things, right? Yeah. Um, officially. 
And we said, no, if you guys win this next, um, I think we're going to Jams Nationals. You guys win this next competition, you guys are going to be called J Black, your official name, right? And they're junior kids. We're like, oh, that'd be legit. So, um, yeah, so we told them that. They won Jams. And it's so funny how these kids remember these things, right? We tell them that weeks out. Like, as soon as we won, and in first place, America Cheer Junior Black, right? We get our jackets. We're walking back to, we're walking behind the stage to, like, take pictures or whatever. And the kids are like, we're J Black now. We're J Black. Ah! And I was like, all right, I guess you guys are J Black now. So, anyway, so they've been J Black ever since. And when we decided to bring back, um, or bring back, those are the first time we've ever had them. But we decided to do, uh, when Red went, became the international junior team, we decided to call them, uh, Jay Black, a lot of those kids were on the team back in the day. So, you know, felt mm-hmm. gave him a little extra, little swagoo. So there you yeah. go. That's how, that's how Jay Black and now Jay Red came into, a, you know, existence. That's good to know because I always wondered yeah. that. Yep. We might officially change uh, Junior White to J-Dubs. Who knows? Um, I'm all for it. J-Dubs. But yeah, anyway. All right. Um, Anything else we need to talk about, B? No, no, I don't have anything. Looking forward to upcoming Vegas. Uh, hope to see some, you know, good teams there. Hopefully, it's an option A event. Um, I think it's going to be. They haven't said, and they haven't said anything about. I actually heard that today that Vegas dropped their mass mandate, like literally today. So yeah. Um, and then I heard, so I heard that, and I haven't heard anything about having to test or vax cards. And I haven't heard anything about it being anything other than a regular live event. So I think that's what we're going for right now. So yeah, yeah, that'll be good. I'm just, I don't know these back-to-back competitions. I like it. I mean, you know, I know some people are like, oh, pricey this or whatever, you know, they have stuff going on. Everybody has a life. I get that. But, um, I'm really looking forward to it. I love seeing them on stage. I love being with all the other cheer moms and, um, you know, just seeing them, their kid, their athletes like excel and look like stars and seeing how excited, like, it's really cool to have all of us moms super excited for our own athletes at the same time. Like mm-hmm. we're all on the yeah. same level. Um, so that's super, super cool. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, it's all just, all blur. There we go. Dude, I really like this time of the season. This time of the season is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go to these big events, and it's just we don't feel like there's a like we go, we do spirit. You know, we do GSSA, and we're like, okay, we're getting warmer now. Then we do spirit sports, and then it's jams. The other two teams will go to Dallas. Then we're going to to Nashville, and so it's just these big events, and we feel like okay, this one matters. This one, like every routine is special at this point you know and sometimes like earlier in the season um we don't really have a big preseason we just have a bigger one at uh pcm but you know we do we would do more than just like the bakel battle we did bakel battle then we did the virtual event and it's kind of like yeah we're competing but we're not really you know it's not really it's not the same at that point you know um we're still kind of warming up at that point but it's cool to get in this part of the season where we feel like you know, we're really in the thick of it. Like all of our hard work is finally um, paying off. So mm-hmm. anyway, good luck to everyone heading to jams. So yeah, by the time this comes out, we'll be heading to the jams. So good, shout out to everyone heading to jams. Shout out to everyone heading to NCA. If you see us at jams or NCA, be sure to come up, say what's up. And um, you guys are the best. So uh, ready to wrap this thing up, B? Yep, we love you. We love you guys. Five, six, seven, eight. We're out. We're out. Hey, guys. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor. Hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening. (music) 